Donald J. Trump is calling for a total and complete shutdown of Muslims entering the United States until our country's representatives can figure out what the hell is going on. That was no other than our current president of the United States, Donald Trump, speaking of abolishing Muslim individuals in 2015. Just within this last year, implementation of the Muslim ban, executed by an executive order set into motion by President Donald Trump, led to families around the world being torn apart, leaving them in pieces unable to put back together. Spouses were separated, children left without a mother or father, students and professors banished from what should have always been a safe haven, and even a blockade of force halting children from receiving the dire medical care they needed to survive. Amnesty International has documented the impact of the ban on people across the world and mobilized thousands of people to call their members of Congress and ask them to stop this ban. Without these efforts and coverage, society remains in the dark regarding the harsh reality of human rights abuses in our own country, led by the individual who is supposed to unite and benefit the place in which we call free, a place in which we call home. What do we want? We want to be the change to heal the wounds that divide us. We want unity. Amnesty International wants unity, an organization that's centered upon the abuse of human rights and the fight against such matters. They're a movement that speaks for those who have been silenced no matter who they are, where they came from, or what they believe in. Furthermore, they stand as the largest grassroots human rights organization, expanding their efforts globally. The organization withholds membership in 7 million people in 150 varying countries. With the following being identified, the group possesses an overall mission statement that can directly be quoted from their website, stating that they desire to undertake research and action focused on preventing and ending grave abuses of their rights to physical and mental integrity, freedom of conscience and expression, and freedom from discrimination within the context of its works to promote all human rights. Their campaigns, issues, cases, and our countries currently being focused on include gun violence, refugee and migrant rights, death penalty, national security and human rights, deadly force and police accountability, human rights defenders, gender, sexuality, identity, and individuals at risk. Their actions to correct and or bring justice for their social wrongs occur at not only the individual level, but a political and governmental level, leading to the question most pondered being, how has the human rights movement, Amnesty International, inflicted drastic growth and or change regarding social and human issues on a government level as well as an individual level, whilst remaining moral? The question can be answered in a vast amount of ways, but in order to connect deeper to the organization itself, we must derive the content directly from their official website. With the following being identified, initial holes must be filled in order to thoroughly examine and answer how exactly the organization has benefited society. To do so, we will begin to unravel horrifying cases that may not have been steered onto the correct path without the help of Amnesty International, and how exactly their efforts have changed lives on a large scale, such as the implementation of law. To begin, it stands necessary to cover the renowned organization's most recent success story, as it is both heart-wrenching, reflects the character of said group, and holds a vast prevalence as a perpetuating issue in society. I'd rather risk my life, because if I stay here, I will be killed. As currently portrayed and seen on various platforms, such as the news, social media, and even United States policy, it is no secret that the United States is holding immigrants at detention centers due to their illegal status. 
Due to this illegal status, controversy often arises. However, what most individuals fail to understand is that many of the families, children, and individuals entering the country are often fleeing life-threatening violence within their own. The following occurred to a mother and her two children, three-year-old Diego and eight-year-old Antonio. The family left their home in Central America to deter from a devastating life of brutality, yet their treatment upon arrival in the United States did not greatly differ from that of Central America, as they were immediately placed into a detention center in Berks County, Pennsylvania. Their hold lasted over 600 days, forcing the two small children to spend most of their life locked behind walls. That time period would have been further extensive, depriving both children of their childhood, if not for the help of Amnesty International. The organization established that the family had been identified and proven at the beginning of their placement to have no safety or flight risk, raising the question of why they were not released early on. Due to the contrary, through Amnesty International's efforts, both the mother and her two children have been released and granted asylum. Furthermore, this is indeed not the only case in which the organization has aided and therefore granted individuals the rights they rightfully deserved. Other field stories, as the one provided, can be found on their formal website within the tab labeled News and Stories. Cases almost identical to the following exist, thus being corrected in thousands. As Amnesty International has directly aided as well as served justice regarding the violation of human rights at the individual level, it has and continues to tackle human rights abuses on a large scale. In broad terms, the large scale being referred to identifies the group's efforts to abolish entire select social injustices through government affairs. Not only does Amnesty International work closely with the UN or United Nations regarding each stage of the political process, but they also state that they, quote, interact with U.S. policymakers on issues pertaining to refugees and asylum seekers, human rights defenders, military and security, and violation of international law, end quote. Just last month, on March 28th, Amnesty International respectfully submitted a statement for the record to Chairman Lindsey Graham, Committee on the Judiciary, that demanded guidelines for state action, as well as presenting an extreme risk protection order in regard to gun violence. The submitment emerged as mass devastation continues to occur through the utilization of gun violence produced within the United States as its existence is a prominent phenomenon. The risk protection brought into existence, formerly known as the Extreme Risk Protection Order Act of 2019, S-506, will provide necessary federal funding to support state implementation of extreme risk laws that limit access to firearms for individuals at risk of harming themselves or others. Furthermore, through the implementation of the following act, Amnesty International has directly quoted that by, quote, providing funding to states to implement extreme risk laws, it will enable states to address specific issues and nuances that may be particular to their area while still requiring them to meet the minimum standards set forth in the bill, end quote. Upon addressing the monstrosity surrounding gun violence in the United States, through the provided method, hypothesized results state that the following will remove access to firearms for individuals at risk of harming themselves or others. Through the organization's persistent and driven efforts, society is one step closer to saving the lives of future children and honoring those who have been taken. You've been very critical of that Amnesty International report. You've said that they've poured fuel on anti-Muslim fear and loathing in Burma, and you've said it's not a stretch to say that Amnesty have blood on their hands. On the other hand, as just demonstrated, 
Not all parties view Amnesty International as a success itself. These feelings and opinions are often generated or inflicted by the controversial state of the efforts themselves. The human rights being fought for are often not in agreement by those whom typically are citizens of varying countries. The following critics have asserted that many aspects of the non-governmental organization are not as morally upstanding as they may seem. Some even argue that the practice of upholding moral standards and human rights is predominantly based on Western values or ideas of what human rights are. Due to the contrary, the disapproval often sparks hatred and negative definition or questioning towards the group, leading others to ponder the organization's humanity. However, as Western standards of human rights may be imposed on Western countries, these same standards of human rights are upheld in the UDHR or Universal Declaration of Human Rights, which is an agreement that allowed each country to voice its dissenting opinions on said organization upon human rights. Therefore, as Amnesty International faces immense criticism, its achievements have been proven to far outweigh its failures. As respected journalist Vivian Ryder exclaims, the group, quote, has remained relatively politically impartial when deciding what individuals to fight for and what grassroots movements and advocacy projects to support, end quote. heavily derived and thus deemed that Amnesty International is a vital organization as it presents information and lobby for protection of human rights in a world where the number and scope of violations is constantly increasing. Their footsteps are embedded not only in the policies enforced within international law, but in the individual lives they have touched. Their presence has and continues to remain pure, representing and enduring the long road of human rights violations whilst maintaining their moral obligation. The emerging acceptance society has begun to grow in the bed of our foundation would have never flourished without the guidance, support, and drive of Amnesty International. There are truly no amount of words that could ever begin to describe the gratitude we as a society owe to those who have sacrificed their livelihoods protecting ours. Mm-hmm.